ready to take a ride. Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. If you listen, you can hear God's plan. Because the show is about to begin. You're listening, you're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. everybody a few extra moments to get in. Uh, as many of you know, we have launched our stereo stream. We're now broadcasting a 96K. You can listen on the new stereo stream, or you can listen on the uh, blog talk 8-bit. Also, we have the live chat going on right now. I see some of you uh, coming in. Hello, Serge out in Australia. Marcus in the UK, all our friends out there. Joseph, um, Tamar- Tamarinda. I see our friends starting to come into the chat room. Now, remember, if you're going to be in the live chat, make sure you mute your blog talk player if at the same time you're going to listen to the stereo stream tonight. And as always, these programs will be up in MP3 after the show. Send them around. Feel free to download them, mass produce them, whatever you like to do. Just get the word out about Omega Man Radio and the fact that we take the deliverance ministry very seriously. We're not going to allow the demons to have place in God's people any longer. Not on our watch, folks. That's why we do these programs nightly. We've got Pastor James Mobley coming on in just a moment. He's going to be bringing a word of the Lord, and we're going to be doing some mass deliverance over the radio tonight. Then at uh, the 8 o'clock hour, we're going to have Pastor John Gogan on. Tomorrow night, John Kyle. Friday, John Franklin. And we've got Pastor Michael Thier booked, uh, I believe, for Tuesday. Tuesday, maybe... Yeah, Tuesday, I believe it is. We've got uh, the slots just filling up here. Quality, deliverance, teaching from the Word of God every single night. So I just want to praise God for the opportunity that we have here. And uh, without further ado, let's get Pastor James on tonight. Stand by. Okay, there we go. Pastor James, how are you tonight? I'm good, Shannon. How you do? Brother, I'm doing great. Praise the Lord. I'm praising the Lord. Every day uh, above ground is a good day. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. Amen. Of course, uh, I'm looking forward to promotion day, but uh, you know what? I need some more time down here to smite some more of the host of hell because they sure have um, smitten many of my family and friends, and it's payback time in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, Pastor James, uh, before we get started, would you open up in prayer tonight? Gracious Father, in the mighty name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we want to thank you, O God, that you rule in heaven and earth and 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 in and every individual and everything, O God. We cry out to you tonight for your grace, for your mercy, and your peace, 
and your love to be multiplied. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we bind the rulers, the princes, and every wicked angelic being, every wicked entity that would try to stop, hinder, the block what you want to do tonight. We pray that the angel of the Lord would go and battle in the heaven and the earth and in every individual that the enemy would try to stop uh, in any kind of way, O oh God, to, to, to block what you want. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus Christ that uh, that every individual that are listening, O oh God, eyes and understanding would be open and that everyone would be able to be filled with the knowledge of your will that we will know what the hope of your calling is and what the exceeding greatness of the power to us with who believe according to the working of our mighty power that you wrought in Christ when you raised him from the dead and seated him in heavenly places for above principality, power, throne, dominion, and every name that is named. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we rebuke and break every yoke. We bind Leviathan. We bind up Orion. We bind up mind control. We rebuke you. We ask you, God, to send angels to cut off and put the blood between everything that pride with you to put people to sleep, to cause them not to understand or to hear. Also, God, we pray in Jesus' name that all the tentacles of mind control would be cut off and that they would be loosened so individuals would be able to be free, their brain waves and everything, oh God, free to uh, uh, receive what you want in Jesus' name. Oh God, we commend everything we do to you and to the word of your grace that's able to build up and give an inheritance amongst those that are sanctified in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Omega Man Radio Network. We've got Pastor James Mobley on tonight. Pastor James, give out uh, some information on your ministry. Uh, Tell us about uh, your church there and how people can get in contact with you. Well, we we got a little place, a little church up in uh, uh, the Chicago area, suburbs of Chicago. Uh, We meet in uh, Melrose Park, 1370 West North Avenue, Melrose Park, Illinois, 60660, 60610. Uh, uh, our phone number is 708-446-9745. Uh, we do deliveries every, after every service, and we've been doing it for quite a while now. You bet out on the front lines, brother, and uh, God bless you for your service out there because there are few in this hour um, that are out there willing to do one-third of Jesus Christ's ministry called deliverance. And uh, again, it may be like Gideon's army of 300 in these last hours, but praise God, they were able to smite 120,000 of the enemy, I believe it was. Amen. So, you know... With God, all things are possible. But, folks, we are trying to put this message out that Jesus Christ came to set the captives free, that deliverance is the children's of bread. And when you become saved and accept Jesus Christ in your life, you can be set free of things that have tormented you your entire life. And it's just a matter of uh, appropriating it, uh, repenting of sin, knowing how they came in, closing these demonic gateways, and casting these devils out in Jesus' name. And then as you get set free and learn about deliverance, you know, we owe it to our family and our friends and others out there to go and help pluck them out of the fire. So what we'd like to see is an army of deliverance workers going across this nation this world, going out there and 
and uh, treading on serpents and scorpions in Jesus' name. That's why we bring these programs to you. Well, Pastor James, I'm going to turn it over to you just so you know what kind of time we're working on tonight. Um, we've got about an hour and 45 minutes, so however you'd like to use that, brother, go for it. All right. Praise the Lord. Well, thank God for Christ, our Lord and Savior. As I say pretty much every time I get up to preach, I thank God for the Word of God. And as the Scripture says, the Word of God is a lamp and a light and one that I believe that uh, uh, will shine bright enough, and the only one will shine bright enough for us to see our way in this old dog, wicked world that we live in. The Word of God says, the interest of the Word give light and give understanding to the simple. We as believers need the Word of God to be able to hold on to it, to lead us and guide us into this end time because the Word of God says that heaven and earth will pass away, but the Word of God will stand forever. And we need to dig deep and lay a good, solid foundation on the rock, on the Word of God, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, because everything else will come loose at the scene, I believe, as we uh, look in the Word of God, everything else will come and loose at the scene. Only those that have heard and done what the Word said will be able to weather those storms without loss. And I don't like losing out, especially when it costs so much to uh, 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 rebuild and whatnot. This evening we're going to talk about an era that uh, I believe has caused and is still causing many, many problems. Uh, in the midst of the believers, one that maybe kind of has been overlooked or many times don't think it's causing that many problems. There are just so many things that have crept up in the uh, church and need to be gotten rid of. Uh, many has just looked at these things as a uh, thing that happened in the midst of believers. But I believe as we look in the word of God, we will see that the enemy is right up in the church, and he is causing many, many problems. And the believers many times are just sitting back, and even leaders sometimes, which is many good leaders. There are a lot of wicked and ungodly ones, but there are many good leaders uh, just don't see really what the enemy is doing or uh, don't recognize really the problem that is causing this evening, we're going to talk about a wicked spirit that I has run out of many lives and even had freedom myself over the years from this thing, and that is a spirit of carnality and wicked imagination. This wicked spirit seemed to be ruling in many lives and seemed as though sometime has crept right up in the church and is ruling. Uh, and the real problem is, that that is has brought into the church, you know, when things like this begin to happen, when the real problem is that nobody really is set against him. Nobody is really doing anything about him. Uh, the word of God says that this thief comes for nothing but to steal, kill, and destroy. And we have to be reminded of this. We have to be willing to follow Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, and look at what the word said and deal with these things. I believe that this is a spirit that are, are pretty much, as I said, ruling an individual's life in the home and also in the church. Colonels just really mean worldly, fleshly, not spiritual. You know, there are, there are just so many good people that are in church meaning and want to do the right thing, 
but because of a lack of freedom and lack of deliverance and whatnot, they are worldly, they are fleshly, they are not spiritual. And uh, even the world can come in and they can see right away many times that the things that are going on is just not right. Also, it means evil, bad, wrong, sinful, wicked, anything that is doing this type of stuff right in the midst of the church and in the life of the believers need to be dealt with. Evil life, uh, evil quality, instead of that godly quality that uh, should come from the Holy Spirit, the fruits of the Holy Spirit, many times these evil qualities, things that are causing harm. And in the middle of the church is the last place where uh, anything that is going on that should be hurting God's people and causing harm, that is more than enough hurt, there's more than enough evil that we must face from the world and from things that are going on around us. We have no place for this in church. Also, wicked imagination. Now, many may not feel that evil imagination is a problem, but the Word of God says a lot, I have a lot to say about uh, wicked imagination. Evil imagination is defined as power of forming a picture in the mind. That was part of what got the uh, believers in trouble, uh, got God's people in trouble in the early years before uh, uh, the Lord destroyed with the flood. He said every imagination was wicked. The ability also means the ability to create new things or new images. This enemy, if we don't deal with him, he will have believers going around with these thoughts, wicked imagination, and, and creating the wrong type of images in the mind. If you would turn your Bible or either just jot some of these, uh, these spirits, I mean, some of these scriptures down, because we want to try through the word of God to expose and look at some of the things that these things do. These are some wicked spirits, the carnal spirits. Uh, 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 in the book of Romans chapter 8 and verse 6, he said, but to be carnal-minded, in other words, to be worldly or fleshly-minded means really not spiritual. And, and we as believers, we need to be spiritual-minded. Uh, to be carnal-minded is death. Death really means absence of life, results of sin. But to be spiritual-minded, uh, spiritually means God's unique work in lives of the believers. Now, when we are spiritual mind, that is shows that the Lord is doing a unique work in the lives of the believers when we are spiritual minded, which is life and peace. Peace really means the presence and experience of a right relationship. When we got that peace, that relationship is right with the Lord. Also in Romans 8 and 7, verse 7, he said, the calm mind is against God. And in the in the church, uh, in the life of the believers, uh, in the household with a wicked enemy that we are up against, the last thing we need, our mind to become an intimate of God, become God's enemy, uh, uh, have a mutual hatred for God. Brothers and sisters, we do not need this in the life of the believer. And the last place, that are operating in the church. Uh, it, it's an enemy against God. It is not subject. In other words, uh, it is not under his control. 
And we need to submit to God. We have to come under his control, subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. Now, that word law means the rule of conduct. And if you know anything about the word of God, when we are not subject to the law, the rule of conduct, we get into many, 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 many troubles and problems. We call a lot of problems in our lives. Not only he says one is not against not uh, one become against God, he's not subject to the rule, the law, neither indeed can be. So if this thing is not dealt with and that's not repentance and turn it around, we get to the place where we are not able to surrender because of the bondage and the demons that are there. We need to be set free so that we can begin to surrender to the Lord. Intimate against God, in other words, not subject to God's law, bringing all kinds of trouble and problems into our life. That is what happened. Also, as a spirit of rebellion are wrapped up in there, and rebellion means that one opposes God and his word and keep one from the blessings of God. If you ever try to deal with an individual that has got caught up in the carnality, you're going to recognize that it's a real problem to try to get them to agree with what the Word of God said. They may do it from an outward standpoint, but inward they still will not agree from the inside. Also, the Bible tells us that it keeps from God's blessing, and you'll find that over in the book of Numbers, chapter 20 and 24. And we need the blessing of the Lord up on our lives and up on our family and up on our churches. The word of God tells us in First Samuel 15 and 23, that rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft and stubbornness is as a nicotine and, and, and uh, as a, as a, a nicotine. So when we mess around and don't deal with this current spirit of loudest things to come into our life, we also are brought down to the level of witchcraft, as it said. Verse 8, he says, so that they that are in the flesh cannot please God. These things are trying to overpower and come into the lives of God's people and into the church, cause them not to be able to do things in a way that is pleasing in God's sight. Also in the book of James chapter 4, James chapter 4 and verse 4, he says, ye adulterers and adulterers, ye know that a friendship of this world is enemy with God. So when we come down to the level of the world, when we are carnal-minded, he says, we are a, a, a part of the world, we are fleshly, worldly, or whatever. He says, we become a enemy of God, mutual hatred of God. Whosoever that will be a friend of this world, is God's enemy, in other words. Also, in the book of 1 Corinthians, Corinthians chapter 3 and 1, as the writer, he is the apostle Paul, one that the Lord used mightily to uh, 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 get the revelation out to the church of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And he said, And our brethren could not speak to you as spiritual, but as unto common, even as babes in Christ. It calls one, even like the Apostle Paul here, he, he said, I could not 
speak to you as spiritual. I could not speak to you like the Lord or like God is working in your life. See, it's, it's, it's a terrible thing. It's, it's, a, it's a disgrace, really, to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ when we get to the place as a church or as leaders or as believers where the Lord cannot speak to us or one that is godly cannot speak to us like the Lord is working in our lives. Uh, he says here, they are brethren. In other words, they belong to Jesus. But Paul was not able to get the message over to those that were colonel. A man like Paul, you would think that anybody that sit down and listen to the teaching or sit down under uh, uh, the Apostle Paul's teaching or sit in the church where he was teaching at and whatnot, you would think with the wisdom that the Lord had given him, the revelation and all that, he would be able to reach them. But no matter how godly or how God sent one is, brothers and sisters, when that calm mind and that calm spirit is working, one would not be able to get that message over to us. And that's why we need to get it out, because some of these things that, that are, are, are need to be said and need to be uh, taught to us, we need to hear it because if not, we can end up in a real disaster. Home can be destroyed. Churches and lives and families and so many other things can be uh, 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 can be destroyed and cause many problems because of it. He says here, he could not get the message over to them because they were carnal. He said they was babe. They was as babe. They was immature. They was not able to get it, really understand. And this is what happened in the believer's life or in the midst of the church. When carnality come in, individuals begin to act like babe. They are immature. Want to have their own way, like a little babe, key, uh, grown men and women uh, throwing temper tantrum when they can't get their way, kicking, streaming, and just not able to understand. Paul was not able to speak to them as mature believers. We as believers, we are to be mature. We are to go on to perfection. We are to walk in the spirit. We are to be able to discern between good and evil. But come, the come spirit will cause one not to be able to act like mature believers. The, the calm man calls them to act like babes. Babes are figurative of, of, of uh, one that is unenlightened. In the book of Romans, chapter 2 and verse 20, he talks about the Jews there when he was trying to straighten them out about the real problem that they had there in the early, early chapters of Romans there. He said they were the instructors of fools, those that misuse wisdom. See, when we are, are, are brought to that level, we come down to that level, he said, a instructor of fools, those that misuse wisdom, a teacher of babes, which has a form of knowledge and not of truth in the law. Knowledge of the truth in the law. In other words, from the outward appearance, things look well. It looks like it's on track. But uh, uh, but they grab hold to things that are unreliable. Also, it is a figurative of a common Christian in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and 1. He said, Brethren, I could not speak unto you as spiritual, as one that, that, that the Lord is working in your life, but as current, 
even as babes in Christ. Now, the word of God said he was not able to speak as spiritual, but as babes. He could not speak to the believers like Jesus was working in their life. They just was not able to get it. In the book of Hebrews, chapter 5 and verse 11, he says, I have many things to say and are hard to be uttered, seeing that ye are dull of hearing. When that calm spirit begins to operate or enter into a life, a home, or a church, we become dull of hearing. We just don't get it. We're not able to perceive, not able to hear. Verse 13, for everyone that used milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, but he is a babe. One is unskillful in the word of righteousness. He is a babe. He said, but strong meat belongeth to them that are of full age, even those by the reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. So when we come down to the level of faith, he said we get to the place where we are not able to really discern between good and evil. And this is a horrible place for any believer to be in, and, and especially the church. Uh, are these things that are going on in the midst of the church. We need to be able to discern between good and evil because the evil is always there to try to push its way in to bring disaster, destruction, and get God people off track. So we need to be able to deal with this stuff and grow up and mature in Jesus Christ and walk in a way where Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, can work in our life so that we can, you know, begin to get to that place where we can discern both good and evil. Uh, it called them to be babes, as the Bible said in Christ. They were not able to use their senses, their God-given senses that he had given, called them not to be able to discern between good and evil. And this is something that we desperately need. Also, the word of God said they were carnal, they were fleshly, the work of the flesh was manifested in First Corinthians chapter 3 and 3. He said, for you are yet carnal. He said, you are yet carnal now. He had then fed them with milk, and he had worked with them, but he said, you are yet carnal, even after he had worked with them a while, whereas there is among you envy one that hate to see another one success. And much of that is going on right in the middle of God's people. Strife, in other words, bitter conflict, uh, uh, dissension, a fight. It don't take long uh, being around believers before you many times see there's many fights, there are struggles between uh, church members and between leaders and also in the home and whatnot. I remember some years ago I taught a, a message on uh, uh, conflict and, and you know, uh, kind of in this era, and a brother was asking me before I preached the message, said, uh, 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 what are you going to preach about? And, and when I told him, he said, oh, yeah, that, 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 that's a real problem there. He said, one morning, me and my wife, we got up and we was having a good time and we was getting ready to go to church. And as we was getting ready to go to church and get out to the church service, something happened, and so they were ready to fight. So both of them had their dupes up and their fences up, and they're going round and around in a circle, 
telling, said, you throw this place, place lick. And she's saying, you throw this place lick. And he said, the Lord spoke to him, so you cut that foolishness out and go on to church. But so quick that Carl's spirit had gotten uh, 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 the upper hand in their life, and they was ready to go to blows, strife, uh, uh, bitter conflict. Strife is something, brothers and sisters, you and I just cannot afford to allow to go unchecked. It caused too many problems. It caused uh, uh, destruction. Also, there's a spirit of division, discord, and all that stuff that are working in there. Ye uh, are ye not kind and walk as men? We walk like the unbelievers, the Bible says, when these things are able to operate. Uh, envy of another success and a strife and division uh, cause us to walk like those that are not even born again. The Bible also teaches us that the calm mind is rooted deeply in the flesh, uh, in the works of the flesh. These things need to be dealt with. Uh, the Word of God also tells us that when we are carnal, or when that carnal mind is at work, it blocks us from being able to receive the revelation many times that we need to. In the book of Matthew, just before we deal with the works of the flesh, he says in the book of Matthew, chapter 16 and verse 13, now this was Jesus. He said, uh, talking about Jesus, when Jesus came through the course of Caesarea and Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, who do men say that I the son of man am? Who who they're saying I am? Now verse fourteen they said, Some say that thou art John the Baptist. They had no clue who really was. Elijah, others, Jeremiah are one of the prophets. They 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 was not able to receive that revelation. They they, they was not able to really perceive. Also, verse uh, 15, he said unto them, But who do you say that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. But and sisters, we need to be able to recognize who our Savior is, and that fleshly spirit, that calm spirit, won't let us really see and recognize exactly or receive that revelation of who he really is. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed are thou, Simon, Simon by Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this unto thee. So we cannot operate in the current and expect to receive these revelations unto thee, but my Father, which is in heaven. That word carnal, again, means, means fleshly, not spiritual. Uh, God uh, uh, is not doing a unique work in one life. Also, in the book of Romans, chapter 7, and verse 18, the Apostle Paul, as he was struggling with that fleshly part, now that fleshly part of us must be beat down and fallen out of agreement with. It'll, it'll, it'll come subject through Bible study. If you get in Bible study and prayer, fasting, and whatnot, and, 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 and whatnot, we can beat that thing, that old fleshly part of us down. And, and the Lord will quicken that thing, as he talked about in Romans 8, and, and, and deal with that thing. But look at verse 18 for time's sake. He said, for I know that within me, in my flesh, there dwelleth no good thing. For the will is present with me, but how to perform it, 
from that which is good I find not. So we can't be in agreement. We got to work against that self and allow the Lord to do a work in our life. What we can't do, the Lord can if we come in agreement and fall out of agreement with those things. In the book of Galatians, uh, it talks about the flesh produce evil work. He says in Galatians 5, 19, he said, now the works of the flesh are manifested. When they are manifested, this is what they look like. Now, when the work of the flesh is not manifested, it can look relative to good if we are not able to see clearly spiritually. You know, they was in the work of the flesh. They were trying to uh, do things through the work of the flesh. Many times you look in the word of God and have the word of God expose what it, what it is that, that are manifested when it's not really revealed. He said, the works of the flesh when it's manifested, which of these are dirty. Now, these are the things that are at work, and these are some of the things that, some of the last things that we need operating in our life. Now, they do work when the calm spirit is there, when we are walking in the flesh and walking in the calm, out in the calm, walking like unsaved individuals. They are phonification, uncleanness. Other words, that means con- contamination. We don't need contamination in the midst of the believer's life, and especially in the church. Lasciviousness, unbridled love. Also, in verse 20, idolatry is something that the Lord brought disaster and destruction upon his people about. Witchcraft, hatred, variance, uh, 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 disgrace, and all that stuff. Immolation, uh, which means to... Uh, 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 to strive and to uh, and exhale, to exhale and stuff. Wrath, strife, sedition, heresies, teaching that are contrary to the word of God. Hold that for a minute. Now, uh, uh, one of the things the word of God says that come in or will come in in the last day is, is heresies. And we don't need these things. We, we need to be free. From these things, as we go into the end time, we need to get that calm spirit out of our lives. Second Peter chapter chapter two. I'm just going to read here just a few verses, and I'll come right back to where we were in Galatians here, because uh, he mentioned that heresy there in Second Peter. He said, "But if there were false prophet among the people, even so there shall be false teaching uh, uh, among the." Among you, who privilege that shall bring in bandable heresies, even denying the Lord that brought them uh, and bring up on themselves swift destruction. So heresies, he said, will operate in the last days, and it operates under that current spirit. As you read this chapter sometimes, you can see all of the problems that can come in. He said they will bring in bandable heresies. Uh, uh, bringing, and they will bring swift destruction upon God's people. Now, another reason why we need to get it out, because it brings destruction, spirit of destruction. And he said, many will follow that pernicious way, and by the reason of the way of the truth shall be evil spoken of. See, that enemy working in the last days, brothers and sisters, to fill the lives of God's people up with this kind of this world and this fleshly. And and he said, 
Many will follow their ways. There will be big crowds following carnality. And the true God's word, that which is trustworthy, uh, that which is reliable, the thing that we can count on will be evil spoken of. And he said, through covetous, with friends, with twisted words, they will make merchandise. You become just a piece of merchandise whose judgment now long time lingers not, and their damnation slumbers not. There are many, many other problems it can bring, but it's talking about, again, that fleshly, that, that, that kernel, those wicked spirits that can even bring believers down to the level of the world if it's not dealt with. Also, now let's go back to Galatians chapter 5 and 20. He said, here's it, verse 21, envy, murder, drunkenness, railing, and such like of which I told you before, as I told you in time past, they would do such things and not inherit the kingdom of God. Now, what is the kingdom of God? We talked a lot about that. A lot of individuals that are feeling that you can launch your salvation and stuff, they try to tie this to the law of salvation. But that has nothing to do. The kingdom of God, I believe in Romans 14, uh, uh, 17, he says, not me to drink, but draw peace, righteousness, and the Holy Spirit. Deliverance also uh, uh, is pointed out as the kingdom of God, as we showed a few weeks ago and whatnot. And if we... Uh, uh, a lot of the work to the front, we're just not going to get the freedom that we need. We're not going to enjoy that kingdom. We're not going to receive a blessing of deliverance that they uh, uh, received during the early years of Jesus' ministry. Uh, envy, uh, uh, that resentment against another success. There are so many individuals that get upset today in the midst of the church when they see others are being blessed. I see the Lord doing something in individuals' life. They are envy because of that spirit of carnality working in the midst. Also, uh, as I mentioned in Romans 8 and 7, it's fight against the Lord, uh, 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 against God or the Lord. He said because the carnal mind is against God, it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. Individuals, it's not subject. When that carnal spirit is working, that carnal spirit will not become subject to the law. And he said, can't. Also, in Galatians 6 and 8, uh, it calls one to reap corruption. Brothers and sisters, again, the last thing that we need as believers with all of the obstacles and the situation and circumstance that we must deal with and the need to develop spiritually and walk with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, so that the blessing of the Lord will be upon our life, the last thing we need is corruption. Many times individuals have been walking in this in this calm spirit, and many of them have got discouraged, like we talked about last week, and got discouraged and having so many problems until they're just ready to throw up their hand because they don't know why things are not working out for them and things are not going the way that it should go. But the Word of God says it's, it calls corruption. Galatians 6 and 8. For he that soweth to the flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the spirit shall reap life everlasting. In other words, when we sow to the flesh, when we allow that calm spirit to operate in our life, we, we see rotten. 
we see depravity, and there's just so much of that going on in the middle of believers in the church. Brothers and sisters, it needs to be dealt with. You don't have to be real spiritual. You don't have to be been in the church a long time to go and see that a lot of these problems are just running rampant even in the middle of the church. A lot of people are not willing to acknowledge these are problems. But before we can really get help, we got to what? confess our sins. We got to be honored with the Lord and with those that are working with us and really uh, uh, recognize that we really do have these problems. Uh, let the word shine right in and deal with these problems. Also, uh, 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 in Galatians 5, 17, he says, it's opposed this. Uh, uh, it produced opposition, I'm sorry, for believers. He said, for the flesh are lust against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. These are contrary to the one so that one cannot do the thing that he would. Also, in the book of Romans, Romans chapter 13, and look at verse 11. He said, and, and that knowing the time now is at hand, that we awake out of our sleep. But now is our salvation nearer than when we believe. He said, the night is far spent, and day is at hand. Let us cast off the works of darkness, and let us put on the armor of light. We need that armor of light that the senses uh, 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 covering use for battle. When we walk in the flesh or walk like unbelievers, when we allow that current spirit to operate in our life, we don't have the covering, we don't have the, the shield, the defense that we need to, to battle and to be protected from this enemy. Also, verse 13, he says, let us walk honestly, free from fraud, deception. And every time uh, currentality is that word in our life or one life, you will find fault. One will begin to defraud one another, uh, uh, deception, uh, uh, praiseworthy, walk earnest, trustworthy, as the Bible said, as in date, not in rowdiness and drunkenness. See, when common spirit begins to operate, if that thing is not fought against, that would become, people will become rowdy. Drunkenness begins to operate, and today you find that more and more of these problems are just running rampant in the mill of the believers, not in channel. In other words, that lust that are, are, are not brawled and that channel excesses lust and whatnot, uh, sexual stuff, wantonness, not in strife and in envy. When individuals began to get drunk and all that stuff, they end up on couches and sofas, and there are many, many dreadful and ungodly things can happen in the lives of believers when they're coming, not wounded, not in strife and envy. Also, verse 14, well, again, about that changing up, I, I, I run into individuals that had no intention of getting into sexual affairs, but because these things was not dealt with, this carnal spirit was not dealt with, there are men and women that have ended up in, 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 in adultery and immorality and stuff because of uh, these conspirators, drunkenness and rotting, all that stuff, channeling, wantonness, strife and envy and whatnot. 
A lot of times individuals get hurt, and when they get hurt, shoulders are lean on, and before they know it, these problems lead them into more and more problems and disaster. Also, Romans 13 and 14, he said, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh. In order to deal with this thing, we got to begin to honor and serve and follow our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh and to fulfill it in his lust. Verse 13, but if you live after the flesh, you would die. But if you through the Spirit modify the deeds of the flesh, you will live. Uh, uh, we, 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 we need these blessings. He said, if you walk in the flesh, you will die. But if you, uh, 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 if you through the Spirit modify the deeds of the body, you will live. The common-minded also, or the fleshly or worldly-minded, the Bible said, it caused them to walk, uh, 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 not to walk in the spirit. Remember, First Corinthians chapter three and chapter First Corinthians three and three. The common, for where is there is among you envy and strife and division? Are they not common and walk as men? So when we begin to uh, allow these carnal spirits to stay in our life and operate in our life to bring us down to the level where we walk as men. We are not walking in the spirit. Uh, it would destroy the unity uh, in our community, also in our home and in our churches. We don't need any more destruction. We need unity. The Bible says where there's unity, there is strength. In the church, we need unity, which is strength. We need unity in the family. I believe in the book of Luke, I forgot exactly the chapter, but the Bible talks about a house divided against itself cannot stand. Colonel, that colonel spirit, in that colonel spirit, that is a spirit of division. He would divide churches. He would divide homes. He would divide children and family. That, that, that spirit of, uh, of division will stand up and cause many, many problems working through that current spirit. It hinders them from spiritual maturity. Also, we need to mature spiritually. They were not able to develop. They were still acting like babes of the world, showing or wanting to have their way, always want to have their way. That's something that needs to be dealt with. If you got a leader, I got believers always want to have that way. It's going to cause many problems. If you got a husband that is not mature, uh, uh, acting like a child when he's supposed to be uh, nurturing in children and instructing them and raising them, but he's acting like a child, it can cause many problems. A, a, a wife, when she's not acting like a mature woman, it can cause many problems. She want to have her way. She's acting like a babe. It manifested itself, the Bible said, in envy and resentment and all that stuff. Also, uh, it caused a lot of destruction. The Bible said envy caused a lot of destruction. The Bible tells us in Proverbs chapter 27 and verse 4, uh, uh, that wrath and envy and all that, he says, wrath is cruel. Now, you will find that in this carnal spirit, right in the middle of that carnality, 
you will find wrath began to manifest itself from time to time or work right in there. And these things need to be dealt with. Wrath, the Bible said, man, wrath work is not the righteousness of God. Ain't no way we can say that it's from the Lord, in other words. Uh-uh. We need to get this stuff up out of our lives. The Bible says, wrath is cruel. But well, let me read this, next, this other verse here, which is, I believe, just tied right in there with that wrath. He said in verse 3, he said, a stone is heavier, heavy, a sand, and sand is weighted, but a fool's wrath is heavier than them both. So if we as believers begin to allow our wrath to be kindled and we push it off or put it on individuals, it is like the, the word of God said, it is like holding a piece of stone in our hand or carrying it on our back. Now, a uh, 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 bag of sand, which is really heavy. Now, think about this. If I explode on my child, which is a little child, or on my wife, or on my leader, or anybody, if they don't know how to go to the Lord and cast that burden on the Lord or deal with that thing, it is like holding a bag of sand or carrying a load of sand. Uh, if I lay down, that load of sand is on my chest or on that little baby, or that little child's chest. Uh, that rock is only, he has to carry that load unless he know how to deal with it. Know the reason why we need to get rid of that, that, that kind of spirit. He said, wrath is cruel. Anger is outrageous. But who is able to stand before envy? In other words, one is just not able. He asked the question, who is it? Who is it that are really able to stand against envy? Now, that verse 4, he said, wrath is cruel, uh, anger is outrageous. In other words, uh, outrageous means extremely, gone beyond the bounds of decency. See, these wicked spirits, if they're not dealt with, brother and sister, they will cause one to go beyond the bounds of decency. And he said, who is able to stand before envy? Also, envy helped bring one down to the level of the unsaved. Look at Romans chapter 1. Romans chapter 1, verse 29, when they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, when they knew him as God and all that the Bible said, uh, uh, they glorified him not in, as God. They were vain in their imagination. Their foolish heart was darkened. Look at verse 29. The end results of that, he said they were filled with all unrighteousness. Now, if these things are not checked and the Lord don't step in and do a work, if we don't deal with the carnal spirit, these things will begin to manifest also in the life of the believer, like he talked about over in Galatians. If we don't walk in the spirit, we if we walk in the spirit, we will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. But if we do not walk in the spirit, the works of the flesh will begin to manifest in our life. Now, he said, being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covenant, malicious. Other words, a, 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 a active intent to harm others. Many times individuals are saying things and doing things to hurt. We as believers are, are to walk in love, the Bible says. We as believers are not to be calm. We are to endure all things. We are to suffer long. Left, left alone, will endure all things, uh, will bring the blessing up on the life, but 
that calm spirit will cause us to be malicious, full of envy, murder, debate, uh, uh, deceit, malignant, whisper. Uh, these all operate in the current of worldly spirit. Also, it hinders growth. As I mentioned over in the book of Second Peter, Second Peter chapter two. Uh, 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 I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, First Peter. I'm sorry. First Peter. Uh, uh, chapter 2 and 1. He said, lay aside all malice and guile and hypocrisy. That spirit of hypocrite is also in that. When a man, not really who one uh, uh, seemed to be, envy and all evil speaking. You know, in the middle of the church, so many believers are hurt because people are saying things about them that are not true or just speaking evil. And he said, as newborn babe, design the sincere milk of the word that one may grow. We need to be able to lay aside these things and become hungry for the word. A babe is hungry for, he's ready, he's willing to receive what the word of God said. But see, the calm mind won't allow us to receive that gift, won't allow us to receive that word. He said, these are all things that come out of that calm and flesh of spirit. Example, look at some of the problems that the calm or fleshly can cause in one life. And they're operating, brothers and sisters. If you just take a real good look, allow the Holy Spirit to just shine light, you can see that these things are all over the place. And well-meaning believers, even in leaders like carnal spirits are operating. They mean well, but they need freedom so that these things can be cut off so that the destruction, so that we can walk in the Spirit, so that we can receive the blessing of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. This alone is enough for every believer and every leader to embrace deliverance. We need deliverance. We need to get this stuff up out of our life. One of the examples of envy in Genesis chapter 37, and folks, this is why we need the word of God, so that we can see the problem that these things come. That envy that works through that calm spirit, the worldly spirit, is an example of what it can do. Envy uh, uh, and hatred. In, in uh, Jacob's son life, he said, and when his brethren saw that their, their father loved him more than all his children, they hated him and could not speak peaceful unto him. Now, envy called Jacob's other son, the Bible said, because his dad, I mean, Joseph's son, I mean, uh, um, Jacob's son, Joseph, they, they, they disliked him. They hated him. And the Bible says they could not speak peacefully to them. Envy, if you got envy in you, it's hard. You will have struggle. You will have a real problem of speaking peacefully to individuals. Now, at times, these things may operate. An individual may get over them, and they do well. But I've seen envy operate between leaders and in the middle of leaders in the church. And individuals just have a real hard time, you know, if they're honest, Speaking to someone that envy and these carnal spirits are working through husband and wife at times, they may be doing fine, but when that envy and all that carnal stuff and that hatred is working in there, it has a hard, they have a hard time speaking peaceful to them. Their words become sharp and cut for and many things. Verse 5, he said, Joseph dreamed a dream, and he told the other word, he was sharing what he felt the Lord had shared with him. And the Bible says they hated him yet more. That carnal spirit was working in those brothers. And, 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 and dad 
had a problem, you know, or was a part of the problem because he was partial. The Bible tells us that we are to let nothing as leaders, especially in the middle of the church, let nothing be done through partiality. It hurts people. It wounds lives. It's called destruction. I had a brother that's a part of our fellowship. He's a good man that went on to be with the Lord uh, years ago. But this man, before he got born again, he got born again, maybe about 50 years old and whatnot. The Lord blessed me to lead him to the Lord. But this man had been in a household, and he said that his dad made a difference between him and his brothers. Now, this man grew to love his dad, or maybe he always did. But that was something he would bring up, and I could see that it was years before he could really get over that. And through deliverance and ministering of deliverance, he was able to get over that. His dad was partial. The dad would let the young, uh, younger brother, oldest brother, I think it was a younger brother than him, have the automobile and go just about anywhere he wanted to go, but wouldn't allow him to have it. Now, I don't know what the reason was, but it affected him in a negative way. Uh, uh, the Bible said that Joseph dreamed that dream, and it told it to his brother, and they hate him more. In word, when that carnal spirit is not dealt with, and we don't get through that thing, it gets worse. They hated him more and more. Uh, it got the upper hand in Jacob's house. The Bible tells us uh, uh, in Acts chapter 7 and verse 9, as Stevenson began to rehearse, he says, the patriarchs, uh, they sold, they end up selling their brothers because of envy. They, 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 they sold their brother into slavery, trafficking. They, they end up going down the wrong way and end up pushing them further and further down the wrong road. And the patriarch moved with envy. They envied him. They hated his success. They didn't like the idea of the father really, really, uh, 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 receiving him over them. And they sold Joseph into Egypt, but God was with him and delivered him out of the affliction and gave him favor and wisdom in the sight of Pharaoh. But the thing is here, it got worse. So they went on and sold their younger brother. Now, this, this younger brother uh, should have been protected by his older brothers, but but envy and this, 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 this carnal spirit of this worldly spirit caused them to drift so far down until they forgot about, they wasn't even seemed to be thinking about the heartache, the pain that dad and other family members would go through thinking that their brother was, was dead and passed away. This, it caused them to be really cruel. They sold their brother into slavery. So cruelty was working there. Also, envy in David's life, in the book of Psalms, Chapter 73, another reason why we need to get this stuff out. There are so many believers are still wrestling with envy. When they see the world got all these things, or the wicked folk got these things, many times they envy them. And David in Psalm 73 and 1, this man after God's own heart, this man had a problem. Uh, uh, almost, He almost got in trouble. He said, truly God is good to Israel. Even such as are they clean heart. But as for me, my feet was almost gone. My step had not slipped. That that come, that wicked spirit of worldliness trying to work in his life. Uh, uh, my foot was almost slipped. 
I almost lose my way. I almost slid off into this stuff. I almost fallen. Now, when this calm spirit was working in that, if you read on down there, David even even would think, he said, Lord, you are not fair. You allow these wicked folks, you allow these ungodly folks to have all these so-called blessings. They had more than their eyes could wish. The eyes stand out with fatness and all that. They was proud. They speak against God and all that stuff. He was about to slip into that stuff. He was in it. Or felt that he should have had what they had. But David, if you would read on down there, David had the blessing all the time. As long as the Lord is with you, he's enough to take care of you. You need Jesus Christ. He said on down there in Psalm 73, he said, you are my potion. The Lord is our potion. We need to recognize that he's with us. He will take care of us. He'll supply all of our needs. He said that you are my potion. You are what I need. And afterward, you're going to take me on home to be with Jesus. In other words, you're going to receive me into glory. Also in Acts 13, 43, the Bible talks about in the working in the religious folk there. He said, verse 43, now when the congregation was broken up, many of the Jews and the religious proselytes followed Paul and Barnabas, who spake to them, persuaded them to continue in the grace of God. You need to continue in the grace of God. He said, and the next Saturday they come almost the whole city together to hear the word of God, verse 44. Verse 45, but when the Jews saw that the mother two, saw the mother two, they were filled with envy. They were jealous. They, 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 they didn't want to see the success of others. And they spake against those things which were spoken of by Paul. See, envy will cause one to speak against things even when they are true, and even when it's the word of God. They spake against the thing spoken by Paul. The Bible said they were contradiction, contradicting, resisting, opposing, in argument, denying the truth of something. See, we need to get this type of stuff up out of our life. If it caused us to resist and oppose even the truth, God's word should be the authority in every matter. We ought to come to the place where we recognize regardless of whatever is going on in my life, the word of God is right regardless of whether I want to follow or not. He said, uh, 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 deny the truth of God's word. That's what was happening in that life. That kind of worldly spirit would cause us to deny the truth in God's word. Also, in Mark chapter 15 and 10, the Bible said, here, they delivered Jesus. Look look what they delivered him for, because they was envy of success. And that's what's worked through common. That envy spirit will work through that home, and he will see others seem like they're doing okay or, or whatever, and they become envy. And if this thing is not dealt with, it can cause things to be done that can cause a lot of problems, and it's something that need to be dealt with. But he knew that the chief priest had delivered him for envy, for resentment against another's success. They delivered Jesus because of envy. Also, 
in the book of James. Look at what the word of God says. In the book of James, chapter 3, it caused confusion. Envy and worldliness can cause confusion. Now, envy is wrapped right up in that calm spirit. Whereas envy strives, are you not calm and walk as men? He said, but here in James chapter 3 and 14, if ye have bitterness, another thing that shows that carnality can and many times that work, bitterness. The Bible says if a root of bitterness is in our life, it will spring up and many are defiled. We can end up pardoning and defiling, making others unpure. And the last thing we need in our life is unpureness, envy, strife. Other words, that bitter conflict, that fight, uh, that contention and strife. Contention is such is, is a thing that needs to be dealt with. It's one of the things that even can disqualify ministers. When you look at the qualifications for ministering over there in Timothy and in Titus, one of them, he cannot be a striker. He cannot be a contention. No wonder the problem so great that the Lord disqualify leaders. He said, for you. Uh, strife in your heart, glory not, and lie not against the truth. Look at verse 15. This wisdom descend not from above. He said this wisdom don't come from above. It is wisdom, but it don't come from above. But it's earthly. It's from the earth. It is from the earth. It is sensual. It is come through the senses. It is devilish. This wisdom is devilish. For where envy and strife is, there is confusion and every evil word. When there's envy and strife, we get mixed up. We are in a mixed up condition. We, we uh, mistake uh, uh, one thing or another. See, we, 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 we've gotten to the place where we get so mixed up, we in the believers, in the middle of the believers, there's people that are so mixed up, they're mistaken one thing for another. Calm spirit many times is that way. He said, but the wisdom that is from above is first pure. It is first pure, he said, peaceable, gentle, easy to be entreated. That wisdom we need, easy to be entreated, full of mercy, we need that mercy, forbearance shown to our offender, and good fruit without partiality, without partiality, not doing those things that will cause a greater problem like Jacob did in his household, you know, being partial to one. It caused so many, many problems in lives. No wonder the Lord woke that calm spirit up out of our lives. I believe that thing was working in, in, in Joseph's life. I mean, Jacob's life, Jacob's life, that partiality spirit, that calm. You know, the word of God tells us that the Lord require and want us to be just. He wants us to be fair. He said, all that rule must be just, must be fair, ruling in the fear of the Lord. We have to be without partiality. When you look, it almost destroyed Jacob's household and his family. Jacob was grieved and, and, and couldn't be comforted or wouldn't be comforted for all those years because of this problem, this carnality, 
and working in the midst. Also, the carnal spirit, the Bible said, uh, work with strife. He said, whereas among you in the strife, there are division and, and come and walk as men. This enemy wants every believer to walk like men, to guide it by pride, uh, 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 not the rules of the believers. The enemy wants this. And we don't deal with these things. We're going to walk in pride. We're not going to walk according to the rules. We're not going to walk according to the word. We're not going to act like believers. We will act like the unsaved. Also, Proverbs chapter 10 and 12, you can see uh, here uh, uh, hatred and strife. What he's talking about. Hatred stirs up strife. It gets it certain. So when that calm spirit is beginning to work and that hatred like was in Jacob's son's life, it gets things stirred up. It stirs up strife. It stirs up a fight. It stirs up a quarrel. It stirs up a struggle. This is the last thing we need in our home, in the midst of our wives and children, in the midst of wives or husband and wife, rather, and in the midst of children, in the midst of the church, we, we, we need no fights. There are individuals that have gotten into strife and, and, and all this stuff, and I've seen stuff like this go on for years. Some folks I've seen have got caught up in strife for 30, 40, 50 years, and they still are angry and bitter because of these things that have happened years and years ago. Uh, so we need to deal with the quarreling and fighting and the hatred. Also, strife workers with the scorner, contention. He said, cast out the corner, this the scorner spirit, one who show arrogance, look down, talk down at low. So the scorner spirit will call one to look down on one, that pride will call them to look down. Uh, uh, also, scorner means to make mouth. Cast out the scorner spirit and contention shall go out. See, we need to cast out that calm spirit. That that scum, that scum of spirit and contention, that fight, that quarrel, that severe disagreement, quarrelsome spirit will go out with it. Strife and reproach shall see. When we walk according to God's word, get the freedom and cast this stuff out. That fight and that quarreling and that struggling will cease. Also, the the scum spirit, uh, as I mentioned, show arrogance, look down. The Bible talks about him also in the book of Proverbs, chapter 16 and 28. It's also seen that he said, a forward man, in other words, a perverse, a contrary, persistent in wrong, uh, in wrong. See, that, that forward man, once that colonel spirit, he, he, he's tied into that strife and that forward, he said, uh, uh, that perverse, that contrary man, he's persistent in wrong. The last thing we need in the middle of the church or in the lives of a believer, one that are persistent on many times going wrong. A, a forward man so is strike, and a whisper separates chief friends. There are a lot of divisions. There are a lot of relationships are destroyed because of that calm spirit, because of that forwardness and strife. It separates chief men. Those aid, those, uh, 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 these are some of the things that aid that carnal spirit. Also, you can see in the, he, he operates through anger, Proverbs 29, 22. 
An angry man stirs up strife. He get it going. A furious man abound in transgress. Other words, they're angry, a northern. When that carnal spirit, you find a lot of people keeping up a lot of north, they're angry, fighting in northern. Also, in the book of Proverbs 26, 21, it's seen in, he said, as coals are to burn coal and wood fire, so is a contentious man kinder strife. That, that carnal man in there, he keeps strife going. He kinders. Individuals are arguing sometimes about nothing because of those things are not dealt with that current. Husband and wife that could be getting along and having a good time, enjoying one another, brothers and sisters, instead of in unity, as the word of God says, enjoying the blessing of God, that current spirit, that strife and that division and stuff is operating and they miss out on some of the greatest blessings there is. Let me share with you some, just to show you how, how serious this is. I mean, what a great blessing it is to have this stuff up out of our life. The Bible says in the book of Psalm 130, 133, he says, uh, uh, Behold, how good and pleasant. It brings great pleasure. It brings great pleasure for brethren to get, dwell together in unity. And Connor and all that other stuff, strife and contention and all that worldly stuff won't let us live in unity. It brings great pleasure for brothers to dwell together in unity. We miss out on the greatest blessing by holding on to or not dealing with or getting delivered from this stuff. He said it is like a precious ointment. It is like a, a ointment, something that is precious, something that is very costly, something that you will never be able to buy. You can't buy unity. You can't buy love. You can't buy peace, but administer a great blessing upon the head that ran down upon the beard of Aaron, and it went down to the skirt of his garment. In other words, it's also like an anointed oil. It's poured out abundantly. That 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 unity and walking in the spirit and that love, that brothers walking in unity, walking in the spirit of God, it is like an anointing oil, something that refreshes everybody and it, it covers all. And he said, as the dew of harvest and and as the as the dew that descend upon the mountain of Zion, for there the Lord command his blessing. See, the enemy knows this. If we get this stuff out of our life, we're going to begin to walk like believers, and unity will be there, and we will really receive the precious gift, the blessing of being able to live together in peace without this bondage, without these problems. Thank God that we got a little place over there, and I hear one of our sisters testify all the time. She said, you know, I'm so glad that, that, that we don't have a lot of strife. We don't have a lot of contention. We don't have brothers and sisters talking about each other and all that. I don't have people calling me up. This sister said this. This sister, a brother, this, did this or said that. Man, what a blessing that is. Brothers and sisters that can get along is bring great pleasure when we have this type of fellowship. Thank God for the blessing, and we, we, we want to hold on, and we want to get some more of that blessing, get, them, get more of the strife and contention and calm stuff out so that we can enjoy the blessing of God. 
Now, Proverbs 26, 21, he says, when con- uh, 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 that contentious man, content, uh, 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 um, he cannot strive. But when you get rid of that stuff, brothers and sisters, uh, uh, that stuff ceases. Also, Romans 12 and 1, Paul begged the believers to stay away from the worldly or uh, calm way of living. He said, I beseech you. Oh, well, I call you aside. Brothers and sisters, this is so serious. It is like I'm calling you aside to talk to you. You know, when I got something to say and it maybe ain't so important, I may just say it out. Hey, this, that, and the other, whatever. But when it's really serious, I say, come on out. Let me talk to you for a minute. Like say, uh, uh, Brother Shannon, that he wanted to talk to me about something serious or vice versa, me and myself, or I uh, wanted to talk to him or whatever. That was very serious. I said, can I have a word with you? Amen. Can, 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 can I pull you aside for a minute? He said, brethren, I beseech you, brethren, by the mercy of God, that you present your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is a reasonable. You're only being reasonable. You know what the word of God says about individuals that are not reasonable? He says that we need to be delivered from wicked and unreasonable means. He says also in verse Verse 2 here, he said, be not confirmed to this world. Don't allow yourself to be brought down to the level of the world, but be transformed by the renewing of mind that you may prove what is good and acceptable and the perfect will of the Lord. The Lord wants us to receive the blessing and, and uh, a blessing of walking with him or walking in truth. Also, the word of God says to us, we're not to be confirmed. We're not to walk according to the law or the rules of this world. We are, are not to be in agreement. We're not to accept that standard, brothers and sisters. The Bible tells us in 1 John 2 and 15, love not the world, neither the thing of the world. If any love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. We need to love the Lord. The Lord wants to love him with all of our mind, with all of our heart, and all of our soul. The word of God tells us Revelation 12 and 9 about uh, uh, the reception uh, 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 that's going to come. He said that great dragon was cast out, and the serpent, the devil, Satan, would deceive the whole world. See, when we brought, brought down to the a level of the world, we're open for deception. He said they were cast out into the earth, and his angel was cast out with them. Matthew 24:38, we see is effect on man. He said, for as it was in the days uh, days before the flood, they was eating and drinking and marrying and giving and marrying until the day Noah entered into, they caused them to miss out on a great blessing. And they knew not until the flood came and it took them away. So shall the coming of the Son of Man. It caused us to not be preparing for the blessing of the Lord, uh, 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 to turn away from the destruction also. It also called one to forsake godly leaders. Now, I tell you, there are a lot of churches folks need to get out of, you know, but also there are a lot of good people, leaders and people that are trying to do the right thing. But it would make individuals walk away from leaders that they should be doing everything they can to stay in the church and be under those good godly leaders. Now, in, in, Timothy, in 2 Timothy 4 and 10, he said, David has forsaken me. That kind of spirit that works. Having loved this present world and departed in the family, he left a godly man like Paul. 
Man, another reason why we need to get rid of it. Also, Luke 6, 46. He said, why call me Lord, Lord, and do not the thing which I say? They call us to build on, on earthly soil, on sand. Whosoever cometh to me and hears these words, sayeth of mine, and doeth them, I will show him who he is like. He is like a man that built a house and dig deep and laid it on the on the rock. When the flood rolled, the stream beat finger up on it. That house could not uh, it could not shake. It could not shake, but it was founded on the rock. But he hears the word and, and do it not as like a man that without foundation. He built the house upon the earth. And when the stream beat family, immediately it fell, and the ruin of that house were great. We open ourselves up to many problems. The word of God says we end up missing out on the blessing. Colonel Spirit will call us like the, 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 the man that uh, was there in Luke. The Bible talks about that was a certain rich man that ground, bought for a minute. Uh, he thought within himself, saying, uh, because I ain't got no room in Luke chapter 12, verse 16 through 21. I ain't got no room to put all of my goods and whatnot. I'm going to tie on this old barn, and I'm going to be a bigger barn, and I'm going to say, uh, uh, put all my stuff down. I'm going to take it easy, he said. I'm going to take it easy. I'm going to have a good time. I'm just going to live a good life. And the word of God said that he's a fool this night of your soul required Colonel Spirit will call us to prepare for the carnal side of the fleshly side and not right with God. Also, it choked the word. The Bible says oh, some of those seeds fell against uh, and, and stony ground and whatnot, and, and that the killed of this life. Luke 8, 14, thrown among those that fall among thrones, and he said, the care of richness and pledges of this life bringeth no fruit. It calls not to be fruitful. Many other problems. We're going to have to cut off here in a minute. But there's a lot of problems that are eternal. It's rooted in discouragement. It's also called mumbling and grumbling. It caused the children of Israel. It caused the children of Israel when they had been brought out from under, under the Pharaoh's thumb, up under that oppression, uh, uh, up under the grief, the sorrow. They mumbled against Moses, they said, Exodus 16. One and two, they mumbled against Moses and Aaron and whatnot, the Bible said. That complaining, that calm spirit. They said, I'd rather die. They were in despair. They were in a hopeless state, discouragement. Uh, uh, they looked and they, 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 they just didn't really want to follow the Lord Jesus Christ and receive the blessing. They were lusting after the food and all the calm things. And it caused them not to even think about the Bible. Say, I won't go into the scriptures. I couldn't read them, but for time's sake, we won't go in them. But the Bible said they, they got to the place where they didn't even mention the oneness. They, they forgot about the great oneness that the Lord, that calm spirit was talking about garlic and leek, and they want to go back and get some of that stuff rather than to stay out there and see the Lord bless them and thinking about how great our God, that God was, that, that sent armies. Who ever thought about Pharaoh had never uh, got itself ready and prepared to fight the army of the Lord, a frog army, a life army, 
God still got armies out here, brothers and sisters, that are able to destroy and beat the enemy down so that he will let God's people go. False army. They had no they had they they had just no weapon to deal with, with, with fleas. All those fleas start to irritate them and bite. Those frogs start doing what they're doing, and they, they just defeat them until they, they, they was ready to let them go. But that worldly spirit called them, brothers and sisters, as the word of God says, it called them uh, not to be able to enjoy the heavenly or the spiritual food. A few verses I'm going to share with you, and then we're going to do some praying, just to show you what happened. In, in Psalm 7, 8, 10, he said, they kept not the covenant of God. They refused to walk in his law. That's what their calm spirit would do. They forgot his work. The Lord could have you know, done many wonderful things, his wonders that he showed me. They, they, they totally forgot that the calm spirit would call that. He divided the sea and caused them to pass through, verse 13, through, and made water to stand up on heat. They, 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 they didn't mention nothing about that. In the daytime, he led them with clouds and at night with fire. They mentioned nothing about that. That current spirit, that, that miraculous thing, man, powerful thing, but, 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 but they mentioned nothing about it. He clayed a rock in the wilderness, the Bible said, and gave them drink out of the great depths. Man, powerful stuff. Verse 16, he brought stream out of the rock and called the water to run down like a river. Out of the rock, a miracle was taking place. And here, out of this rock, water ran down, the Bible said, as a river, they mentioned nothing about it. Carl's spirit will, will, will see the work of the Lord right in the midst. He said, but what happened, verse 17, they sinned yet more and more against him by provoking the most high in the wilderness. Verse 19, they spake against God and said, can God furnish table? In other words, they began to provoke him, saying, can you do this after he had seen him do so many things? They believed not. They believed not in God, now trusted in his salvation. They trusted not the Lord to do a complete work in their life, the Bible so. But they did eat, verse 29, and were filled, and he gave and he gave them their own desires. See, if we go so far, we can end up, uh, the Lord just let us have what we want. Verse 32, for all this they sinned still and believed not his wonder, even though they had seen him. See, see, current spirit will cause us not to believe the Lord when we have saw him do mighty things in our life. We need to get it out. That evil heart of unbelief will cause us to walk away from the Lord. Remember not, they remember that God was their rock. When he slew them, the Bible said, they remember that the rock and their God and their Redeemer. When, when, when they really began to receive the restitution, they remembered. Verse 36, nevertheless, they, they flattered him with their mouth and lied to him with their tongue. Flattery. Flattery is a real problem. We do not need flattery. Matter of fact, when you see individuals are constantly flattering, it's a real problem in the middle of believers. Flattering, you need to run from it. You don't receive it and all that stuff because it's a setup. I don't have time to deal with it. But flattering needs to be rooted out. It's rooted in that calm spirit. There's nothing wrong with honoring individuals and, 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 and thanking God for the blessing that one has maybe been in their life, but flattering is something that you need to stay away from. Uh, verse 38, he, he being full of compassion, he forgave them, nicking and destroyed them not. 
and he turned his anger away, just and, uh, and then stirred up his wrath. Verse thirty-nine, he said, he remembered that they was just flushed. Verse forty, he said they provoked him in the wilderness and grieved him in the desert. That conspiracy will call us. They turned back and tempted God. Verse forty-one, and limited the Holy One. In other words, they limited God. He said. Also, they remembered not his hand uh, uh, the day he delivered. They forgot that he delivered them. Now, there are many other things that I could say about the current spirit. That thing is ruling in many churches today. It is ruling in many lives. It is ruling in households. It's bringing a lot of destruction. The enemy is able to steal, kill, and destroy because of lack of freedom. Now, you may not know or may not understand that much about freedom or deliverance, but these things we need freedom from. We need deliverance from these things. Many may think and feel like, man, that those are not spirits. But listen here, anything that's, that's not of Jesus Christ in our life, if you're not careful, there are spirits behind it. They are manipulating and driving God's people. Come spirit is a wicked spirit that needs to be driven out. If you will confess those sins and repent of those things, you can get freedom. One of the things that you're going to have to do, brothers and sisters, maybe one of these days I'll do a message about it, but one of these things that you're going to have to do, if you're going to get the freedom that you need, you're going to have to repent. You're going to have to have a change of mind. You're going to have to be willing to listen at what the Word of God says and be willing to turn and follow him. If you will confess those sins, he'll faith and just to forgive you and clean you from all unrighteousness. If you will cry out to the Lord and seek him, he will rain righteousness down on you. You and I need to get rid of these bondages because if not again, it will bring us down to the level of the world. A lot of this problem, the sexual stuff is written in there. Romans 1, he said, because when they knew God, they glorified him not as God. They were not thankful. They became vain in their imagination. That foolish heart was darkened. That current spirit, just the worldly spirit working down in there. But professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. They changed the glory of God into the corrupted image of like four-feeted beasts, birds and creeping things. But since there's more worshiping of pain, I think the worst thing I've ever seen some believe, uh, I don't know whether they're believers or not, they they said they was they was worshiping a black pig. They was bringing them up in their worship center. Man, man can can drift so far. He said, "Wherefore God gave them up to uncleanness, the lust of their own hearts, to dishonor, dishonor their own bodies between themselves." This is another danger that more and more of these problems coming into the church. Homosexuality. Homosexuals are individuals that need Jesus Christ, need salvation, need healing and deliverance. That is a sin just like any other sin, bond of a sin. But he said they, they, they began to slip down that road. They changed the truth of God into a lie. They worship and serve the creature more than the creator who is blessed forever. For this cause, God gave them over to vile affection. Even that women did change the natural use unto that which is against God why we need to get this stuff out of our lives. And likewise, men leave that natural youth, and nobody is pointing the finger at anybody. The Lord loves all of his children. He wants everyone to receive his son as Lord and Savior. He wants everyone to begin to walk according to his words and follow Jesus Christ and get freedom. 
with the other creature more than created. This God, uh, the Lord gave more to vile affection, inner feeling, uh, emotion, uh, that women did change the natural youth for that which is against nature. Likewise, the men leaving the natural youth of men, burning in their lust one toward another, men with men, working that which is unseemly, receiving in themselves the recompense of that error which is meat. In other words, they didn't like to use God's word as a standard to live by. The Lord wants us to use that. That common man mind don't want us to use that standard. Even when they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, they gave them over to reprobated mind to do those things which is not convenient, being filled with unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, uh, uh, maliciousness, full of, full of envy, debate, deceit, malignant whispers, backbiting, hate of God, spite for proud, uh, uh, boasting, inventor of evil things, disobedient to parents. I remember some time ago we was coming against some spiritual backbiting and people just began to grab their back. Pains and stuff was shooting through their back. Without understanding, covenant breaker, without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful, who knowing the judgment of God, they would commit such things as worthy of death, not only to do them, but those that has pleasure in them. But it says that the Lord wants us to get rid of this bondage. He wants this bondage out of the church. Our Lord loves us. He loves us more than we can ever love anything or anybody. And if you really love somebody, you don't want to see them hurt. It breaks your heart to see them going down the wrong way and causing problems in their life. But this is what is happening in our and 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 with our Lord and Savior. It breaks his heart to see his church. See here that he has paid for with his precious blood, holding on to lies, holding on to the crown and the wickedness and the destruction that comes in. If there's anybody listening or has tuned in that don't know Jesus, this is the first and most important thing that needs to be done. You need to accept Jesus. You need to believe that Jesus is the Son of God, died on the cross for your sin. If you don't believe that, if you've not accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, you're, you're really not going to really get any freedom, uh, any lasting freedom anyway. Uh, deliverance is for the children. They are for the believers. Brothers and sisters, if you are born again, don't let nobody convince you. Get in the Word of God and Take the scriptures out and see what the word has to say about this. You need freedom so that you can walk in truth. Now, if you don't know Jesus, you need to accept him before you uh, uh, begin to try to get freedom. Just say, Lord, I'm a sinner. When you come in my heart and save me, you'll take care of that. If you believe Jesus is the Son of God, died on the cross for your sin, was raised again the third day, you, you're the candidate for salvation. Over in the book of Romans 10, 13, whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord will be saved. We just leave that there. You can take care of that. But let's say you, you, you need some freedom. Uh, the Bible said these signs in Mark 16, 17, follow them that believe. The first sign, follow believers in my name, they cast out devils. They speak with new tongues. They lay hands on the sick. We believe the gifts are for today. And you can receive the blessing of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and deliver. Praise the Lord. Amen. I don't know well, where, where we're at in time. Praise God. We've got about... Uh, Ten minutes remaining. Folks, <laughs> I got started a little bit late tonight, and um, that was such an awesome message, Pastor James. Uh, I praise God for that. That's called the meat of the word, folks. Pastor James, tell people uh, how they can get in touch with your ministry, and if they would like to contact you and order some um, some sermons, um, support your ministry, how can they do that? 
Well, uh, again, we, we meet at, the name of our church is called Out Assembly Church. We meet at 1370 West North Avenue, Merrill's Park, Illinois, 60160 is the zip code. Uh, uh, our phone number is 708-446-9745. Amen. And uh, what is the schedule of services there that you meet at, Pastor James? We, we, we meet on Sunday mornings at 11 o'clock and on Tuesday at 7 o'clock. Tuesday at 7 o'clock. Yes, sir. Okay. Folks, what we're going to do is uh, when we get Pastor James back again, we're going to have time and do a full mass deliverance. Uh, but with the time remaining tonight, what I'm just going to have you do, Pastor James, is uh, how about um, in, the, in the ten minutes remaining, just uh, pray for the people out there that um, whatever the Lord puts on your heart. Amen. Gracious Father, we thank you for the precious blood of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and we cry out to you, O God, to cover every individual with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Let the blood of Jesus Christ be placed over every individual's heart, every individual household, so that the enemy will have to pass over when uh, he come against the households. Father, we just come to you and we just pray for forgiveness for every wicked uh, thing that has been done that are tied into carnality. Your word said we confess our sin. You are faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us. Father, we come and we cry out to you for forgiveness, not only for ourselves, but our ancestors. Father, we forgive all that hurt and disappointed us. We just come against all bitterness and anger and resentment and envy and strife and worldliness and all the things that worked in that calm spirit. And we bind those things in strong chains and spells of iron. And we cry out to you for deliverance and restoration and restoration. We bind all deception. We bind all goodness, all those demons that won't let us get it. We bind those spirits. And we pray, oh, God, that truth, light, and revelation will be released in everyone. We pray that the eyes of every understanding will be opened, filled with the knowledge of your will, that we will know what the hope of your calling is and what the exceeding greatness of the power to us who believe according to thy mighty power, thy mighty power. We bind the stronghold. We bind, and we pray that their power will be shattered. All the demons that are working in these eras, in other eras, Father, will be disabled so they cannot work. We pray that spiritual growth, O oh God, will be poured out in every individual's life in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we pray in Jesus Christ's name that the entrance of the word will give light, give understanding to the simple. We pray in the name of Jesus Christ that we touch uh, by our ways, Father, that the thing that we ask will be done and everything we ask in Jesus' name you will take care. We pray for protection for God's people, Father. We pray against fears. We pray against rebellion. We pray against pride. We pray against and break the power and bind up pride. We bind up Leviathan. We bind up mind control in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. All those wicked spirits that are working in there to stop, block, and hinder God's people, we bind you. Also, the will of God said the Lord want to bring his people out. We pray that you bring them out. And by the power and the authority that the Lord has given us, and only through that power and authority, we right now break every one of these yokes of God's children. 
I bind those spirits. I loose God's people, and I break every yoke. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, every curse that have come upon them, we ask for forgiveness, Father, for the ancestors back as far as those curses go in Jesus Christ's name. And also we pray and bind up all those spirits that were hindered deliverance, were blocked from receiving deliverance. All those wicked spirits that are disabling folks to walk according to God's word, we bind up. We ask you, O oh God, to send angels according to your word to stand between those wicked demons. We pray for the angel of your presence to go by the same one that came for Lot and brought him safely, Father, and we pray that they be sent, your angels, minister spirits sent to just 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 minister to God's people in every way. We bind all of the demonic spirits, and we pray that the Spirit of God, the Spirit of the Lord, will be released in every life. We pray that the blessing of the Lord will be released in every life. We bind up hurts. We bind up grief. We bind up partiality and the strife and all the hurts and wounds that come in with it in the mighty name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And we pray that the mind, the will, and the emotion to surrender to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, will be loose. And again, we break every yoke. In Jesus' name. And, Father, we do this. We thank you for this. We pray that it be carried out because of your omnipotent and almighty. We do this according to your word. Your word said, Behold, you have given us power to tread upon serpent, scorpion, and over all of the powers of the enemy. And we thank you for this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You've been listening to Omega Man Radio Network. We've had Pastor James Mobley on tonight bringing a word of the Lord. And we'll have him back on again very soon. Uh, Pastor James, God bless you so much for coming on tonight. And uh, before you go, please uh, give out your contact information one more time. Praise the Lord. Uh, the name of the church is Call Out Assembly Church. We meet at 1370 West North Avenue, Melrose Park, Illinois, zip code 60160. Uh, our service time is seven, uh, I mean, uh, Sunday morning at 11 o'clock and also uh, 7 o'clock on Tuesday. And we do do deliverance after every session. Those that need freedom uh, uh, can come, and we will get some time and get some people to pray with you and to get some freedom there. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Uh, may the Lord bless and keep you, Pastor James. God bless you tonight. God bless you too, Shannon, and may the Lord keep you and pray God's blessing on you. Thank you, sir. Folks, that was Pastor James Mobley. Uh, we're going to be having a second program in about 10 minutes tonight. We're going to have Pastor John Gogan, Agape Bible Fellowship. He'll be bringing a word, and then we'll be doing a mass deliverance. Uh, tonight I call this the Double Decker Show. Uh, we started tonight at uh, 6 p.m., and if you miss this program with Pastor James, it will be up on the archives. I also want to remind everybody of a stereo stream. I want to thank Rich Keltner for helping me get the stereo stream up and running. We're running a 96K right now. You can click on the link and go there, or you can continue to listen to the Blog Talk uh, 8-bit channel. Of course, if you go stereo stream and you still want to be in the chat, just make sure you mute the other brow uh, browser player. Otherwise, you'll be getting uh, quad streams, I guess, <laughs> or d double streams, whatever you call those things. Uh, at any rate, uh, we're going to take uh, a break here, and then you're going to want to refresh your browsers here at about 8 p.m. for the new show. Or if you're on stereo stream, just sit back and relax. Time to refresh your coffee, your drink. If you're going to drink a 
drink, you know, you're welcome to have um, something as long as it has ice in it. If you're drinking something cold, you know, we don't allow cold so uh, you know, canned soda on this show without ice. And uh, shouts out! I hope everybody is enjoying their uh, their week this week. Uh, it'll be a time of fellowship, I'm sure, for many people. Some good food, I hope. And uh, we're going to continue to work here. We'll be doing a program nightly, 8 p.m. We'll continue to do a show all week long. Uh, we don't stop. The, you know, the demons don't take a break, so why should I? We're just going to keep on smiting these demons uh, every single night that we can. So God bless you for tuning in, and we'll see you back here in just a few minutes. <laughs> 